On Thursday, October 25th, I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. All week long, we're holding our fall pledge drive. We are encouraging listeners who have never contributed and current contributors to consider making a contribution. Go online to mpbonline.org or call 1-888-372-GIVE to contribute. And stay tuned for more details. On today's show, why some are saying it's important to vote next month. Then find out how some Mississippi Delta students are advancing their education with an early college program. And in our book club, meet author Isabel Campoy on the book that many Mississippians will read for the record today. That's all coming up. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. The leader of a national movement devoted to galvanizing voters to go to the polls is in Jackson, Mississippi. MPB's Desiree Frazier reports. That's Reverend William Barber of North Carolina, leader of the National Poor People's Campaign. He's urging people to vote. Barber says one million Mississippians who could have voted in 2016 didn't. People may have been not wanting to vote, but what's going on now is making people understand they can't stay home, they must vote, and they must stay active. The pastor says he's concerned about issues that include the poor, systemic racism, and the environment. Barber says 1.5 million people in Mississippi are poor or low income, but it's not being addressed effectively by many elected officials. Guest speaker Aya Falola Amabola of Jackson talked about being homeless for nine months and living in a shelter with her daughter. She says she's a case manager at the same shelter now. It's just appalling to me how many people out here are homeless. There are at least 10 people who come through our doors or call on the phone on a daily basis. Barbara told the audience voting is a moral and religious responsibility. People cannot just be depressed because the others say, well, I'm not going to do anything. No, you must do everything. Vote, mobilize, stay active. Barbara is taking the poor people's campaign nationwide and says it won't end after this election. Desiree Frazier, MPB News. In other news, the national NAACP has filed lawsuits in two southern states over concerns about voter suppression. Mississippi native and president of the organization, Derek Johnson, says one case is in Tennessee, where an election commissioner refused to process voter registration applications. He says the other one is in Georgia, over 53,000 unprocessed voter applications. He tells MPB's Desiree Fraser more. So what we're working on now is ensuring that we increase voter turnout among African-American voters. Uh, We're focusing on individuals who vote during presidential elections, but don't necessarily have a history of voting during midterm elections. Uh, We're targeting 14 states with an aggressive campaign to increase voter turnout. Is part of that in the southern states? Absolutely. I think uh, anywhere there are individuals on the ballot, uh, as our goal as NAACP is to increase turnout. Uh, In a democracy, one's vote is our currency. We want to make sure we leverage our collective currency to get the outcomes that best represent the needs and interests of African Americans across the country. Do you have concerns about voter suppression? We are always concerned about voter suppression. In fact, on yesterday, we filed a lawsuit in Shelby County, Tennessee, uh, because of the election commissioner's refusal to process voter registration applications. We also filed a lawsuit on last week in Georgia because of the 53,000 
unprocessed voter registration applications. Uh, we should pursue to ensure that all voters are able to exercise that right to vote. To do anything less than that is to subvert democracy as we know it. Do you anticipate having workers at the polls November 6th? We will have workers at the polls. We'll have workers uh, knocking on doors. We will be monitoring the electoral process uh, to make sure that every voter who casts a ballot is able to do so free of any intimidation or vote suppression method, as we also encourage people to go vote on November 6th. What do you think, if you can say, what's going to happen with the two seats that are up for grabs in Mississippi in Congress? I think the outcome of the election will be a representative of who actually voted and who didn't. Uh, if if uh, Mississippi voters are concerned about representation for this state, uh, we must go out to vote. We must get five people to go vote. We must encourage five other people to take five people to the polls. It is incompetent upon us to pursue course of action that give us solutions and not complain about the problems after the fact. Lastly, there have been no debates. But it's unfortunate for uh, voters to not be able to hear the opinions and views of candidates who are pursuing uh, office in order for voters to be informed. It has always been a tradition for candidates to debate and discuss issues so voters can compare and contrast between the candidates that are offering themselves up for election. NAACP President Derek Johnson with our Desiree Frazier. Coming up, how some Mississippi Delta students are advancing their education with an early college program. But first, MPB Think Radio is holding our fall pledge drive all week. When you contribute, you're giving back to your community. Here, to, here joining us is uh, MPB Assistant Radio Director Kevin Farrell. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Karen. Thanks for inviting me into Mississippi Edition this morning. You know, uh, in addition to working for MPB Think Radio, a lot of us are listeners as well. And one of my favorite programs to listen to every weekday morning is Mississippi Edition because, to me, it's the perfect complement to Morning Edition. During Morning Edition, you get the news headlines and, you know, several times throughout the hour coming in and letting folks know about what's going on in Mississippi. But during Mississippi Edition, you can delve into those same issues with a little bit more depth. So it's in-depth news reporting about what's going on around Mississippi. And it's more than just news. I was trying to jot down some of the regular features that you all have that I like listening to. First of all, there's the book club, your interesting interviews with authors, uh, the everyday tech segments that our colleague Michelle McAdoo does, the StoryCorps interviews that Ezra Wall has interviewed, uh, has, I mean, has edited, and the Health Minute from the folks at Southern Remedy. So it's more than just news. It's a complete look at what's going on around Mississippi, much like Morning Edition is a complete look about what's going on around the country. So if you value that type of unique blend of news and more, then that's why we're asking for your financial support. You can go to mpbonline.org or call 1-888-372-GIVE. It's 1-888-372-4483. We encourage you to become a sustaining member with an ongoing monthly contribution of $10 or more, but any contribution really helps, and that's what we're asking for when we come on the air during this drive time. Again, go to mpbonline.org and show your support. And we hope that when you do show your support, let's say you go online to mpbonline.org, check out our website. There's all kinds of information there. And uh, Kevin's mentioning shows that, that you probably enjoy. Maybe you can't listen when you want to. 
you can hear those shows through our podcast. Mm-hmm. So all of that is available uh, all the time. And also, I like uh, the uh, app. You can download the MPB Public Radio app because that way you get to listen to MPB Think Radio on your schedule. I think you and Jason were speaking earlier this morning about sometimes, you know, your favorite show, you're you're busy doing something. Everybody has to work for a living. Maybe yeah. you can't listen in uh, when the show airs. But with our podcasts and with our online archive and with the app, you can decide when you want to listen and you still get this great content. We really appreciate your support, and we hope that you will support us at whatever level is comfortable for you, at whatever you can afford. It's just that when you support MPB Think Radio at that level, you really are making an investment in your public radio station. So please go to mpbonline.org. That's mpbonline.org, or call 1-888-372-GIVE. That's 1-888-372-4483. Why not do it right now, and then you can feel great the rest of the week saying, I did my part, and I'm proud that I supported my public radio station. Thank you so much for whatever you can do. Your old car is kind of like that hairstyle you had in high school. Really cool back in the day. But that old car is still cool when you donate it to MPB Think Radio. Go to mpbonline.org for details. Then sit back and enjoy the ride. Now that's cool. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. A group of Greenville High School students is working hard, trying to overcome the bleak future many in society automatically assign to poor Delta students. As MPB's Alexandra Watts reports, the group of freshmen is already earning college credit in hopes of creating a successful future. Quincy Wilson and his freshman classmates catch the bus every morning. We have to leave from Greenville pretty early. He says it's a long and early ride. I usually wake up about 5.30 and we leave to school at around 6.45. You can do your homework if you need to. We do have a lot of it, um, so it is useful to have some time to do that on the bus. But we do also talk with each other a lot on the bus rides. But they aren't going to the local high school. They're traveling over 40 miles to go to college. They're part of Greenville High School's Early College High School Program, a partnership between the school, Mississippi Valley State University, and the Mississippi Department of Education. Similar programs are in place across the state. Starting freshman year with accelerated courses, students are working towards getting college credit and a high school diploma. Oh, we already did On Valley's campus, the high school students have their own classroom and educators, so the freshmen won't be put into college lectures. No, they are moving. It's because things will move from high pressure to, I mean, yeah, high pressure to low pressure naturally. Wilson is excited to take science courses and is already thinking about his future. I'm hoping to be an aerospace engineer, so working for NASA or some kind of company like that. Greenville Public Schools has the fourth highest dropout rate in the state, but the district improved a full letter grade in the last school year. Pamela Ward, the early college principal, explains how the program is only the first step in the student's future. There are also a lot of students that are going to be first-generation college students, so it's really geared at getting kids and giving them an opportunity to go to college. Ward says that even though the students are four years away from college, they're excited. One of the things that the parents told us is that I really didn't know about this. You know, my child brought this application packet home, and they were really excited to do this. And so a lot of this was led by the students to their parents. But since it ain't no engine, engine it's just in water. 
Alana Wigfall is one of those students. One day, she hopes to be an entrepreneur, but right now, she has natural freshman concerns. It's going to be hard work, and that's what we all had to recognize. We didn't expect this. The setting stone to anything in your life will be education. You can't just walk into a job and say, oh, I want to apply for a job, and have never set a foot in school a day in your life. Wickfall says she wants to earn a lot of money one day, and she's already factoring in how scholarships and credits earned can offset college expenses. According to the website College Board, people with a bachelor's degree earn two-thirds more than those with just a high school diploma. But only one in five Greenville residents has a bachelor's degree or higher. Dana Bullard is with the Mississippi Department of Education. She says students who go through an early college program are better prepared for higher education. Those students graduate from high school and they just don't make that transition to college, not because they're not prepared, but because they don't know how to do it. Their knowledge about what it's like on a college campus is very limited, particularly in a rural area. This is the first time a public four-year university and a public school district have collaborated for an early college program. Almost 44% of students in Mississippi go to rural schools, according to a Center for Public Education study. The same study found that while almost all suburban students had access to advanced placement courses in 2015, far fewer rural students had the same access. Bullard says location affects opportunity students have. The isolation in rural areas has affected education in that you don't see other ways of doing things. In rural areas and in pockets, you have people who are still doing it the same way. Greenville High School students travel almost an hour each way to access college-level courses, which means they can potentially miss out on what's happening at their own high school. But the students believe the sacrifices are worth it. Student Alana Wigfall has a few years to go, but is already seeing a difference. I had to get serious before I entered this program, and I'm still learning. So I'm actually looking forward to these next four years because I like this class, and I like coming, seeing the same people every day, and we just find new stuff every day about each other. Before I do anything, my education has to come first. Earning a high school diploma and college credit at the same time will be no easy feat for these Greenville students. But this year's freshmen are convinced the dedication to their education will have a big impact on their future success. Alexandra Watts, MPB News. That's extra, but all right. Coming up in our book club, meet author Isabel Campoy of the book that many Mississippians will read for the record today. And again, all week long, it's our fall pledge drive. I'm here with Kevin Farrell, who stepped in to help... uh, Help me convince you that uh, con- contributing to MPB Radio is a, is a good deal all the way around. Yeah, you know, that's right. You're listening to MPB Think Radio now, so you know some of the programs uh, that uh, you listen to throughout the week, and I think you value them. That's why you tune us in. During drive time, it's just uh, a way for us to sort of remind you maybe of the totality of what we offer uh, that uh, you might not realize. For instance, <clears throat> on our local shows, uh, each weekday morning, we're live from 8.30 to noon. Uh, we talk about things about, like, your personal finance, your health, home improvement, uh, understanding everyday technical issues. But also the national programs that we air are our news programs, analysis of the day's news, interesting interviews. And then on weekends, there's storytelling and fun programs like Ask Me Another and Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. So what we ask you to do during drive time is think about the value that you get from MPB Think Radio. Think about the variety of information and entertainment that you get when you tune us in and make a contribution based on how much you value the programming. Go to mpbonline.com org to make your contribution or you can give us a call the number is one eight 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 
372-4483. We're about halfway through our drive, or a little bit more than halfway through. And so I think it's time to say thank you so much to folks who have made a contribution. There's still a couple of days left. If you're on the fence and deciding whether you want to contribute, please do so. And also a big thanks to our sustaining members. We talk a lot about sustaining membership on the air. You sustaining members really are the backbone of a listener support because your ongoing contributions really do make a difference. Go to mpbonline.org to become a sustaining member or make a one-time contribution, if you will. one 372 4483 is the number to call if you prefer to use the telephone. We understand that your finances are tight. Our finances are tight. I mean, it's a, you know, it's kind of a tough economy and we're all watching our dollars and pinching our pennies. But think about some of the shows we offer and the advice you're getting for free. We have medical shows on five days a week. And if you're getting a a diagnosis or help with a diagnosis that would avoid you or um, taking care of, you you don't have to go to the doctor's office now to find out, then how about taking that copay or that office visit and contributing that to MPB? If you uh, found out something about a way to fix your car or something to fix around your house from Fix It 101 and autocorrect, then how about taking a little bit of that money you've saved and making a contribution? Go to mpbonline.org. Or call one eight 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 three seven two give. Frankly, and I'll be honest here, we're we're dragging our feet a little bit. It's it's going slowly. We're not where we wanted to be at this point during the week. So um, our need and our, our asking is becoming a little more aggressive, if you will. There is an urgency for us to get you to make your contribution. Uh, so please do that. Please think about it and do it now if you can at mpbonline.org or by calling one eight 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 three seven two give That's one eight 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 three seven two four four eight three. Please make that contribution right now. And thanks so much for whatever you can do. Hi, everyone. I'm Russ Robinson, inviting you to join us right here on MPB for Friday night. Under the lights, we'll get you all the scores and keep you up to date on all the players at 10 p.m. every Friday night this fall. Mississippi Public Broadcasting and Friday night under the lights. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. Today, MPB is encouraging all Mississippians to read. Jumpstart's Read for the Record is a national effort to raise awareness about the need for high-quality early learning for all children and the transformative power of books and reading to impact student learning and engagement. Join MPB in celebrating the power of reading as you read out loud maybe something beautiful to a child or visit a school daycare to read to children. The book is a story about a little girl named Mira who creates a mural with her neighborhood, revealing how even the smallest artists can accomplish something big. In today's book club, we talk with one of the book's authors, Isabel Campoy. She tells us more. Maybe something beautiful was created through uh, many, many years of uh, research conversations. And and, uh, actually, uh, when Teresa and I talked about this idea, we knew that there was more than a story to tell. There was a beautiful effort uh, from a community to create change. And I heard through Teresa of uh, Raphael. And then we went to um, San Diego and uh, we sat and talked about what they had been doing for years. 
So we are really talking about something that happened at least two decades ago, but it was evolved through time and through the work of the community until what now it is, the Urban Arts Trail in San Diego. Rafael Lopez is the illustrator, but he's also a real character in this book. Tell us about him. This is so beautiful, really, because what Raphael and Candice, his wife, did, it was really an example that they set. This was born out of this true desire for transforming their neighborhood, and it uh, succeeded beautifully because both of them knew that they did not want the place where they had bought a house to have silence, a gloomy, a sad atmosphere around it. And uh, they are the kind of people that don't just sit around and lament the situation. They stood up and said, let's do something about it. And so they started calling neighbors and, and proposing some changes and started by what he does well, which is murals. And he finally found all these people, collaboration also economically, because it needs a lot of materials to do a mural. And one by one, they painted many. Why do you think this book was chosen for today's Read for the Record? Every year we notice how much community work works, and it's a wonderful path towards transformation. We think that communities need to look at each other and to look at the diversity that we are. We are diverse in culture, in language, in ethnicity, in ability, physical or mental, in choices for many ways. And we need to look at each other's eyes and through the eyes see the hearts of each other and try to understand why we think differently and try to create the bridges that make us not more different, nor more separate, nor more in war with each other, but in collaboration towards a beautiful future that we know as human beings we can create. F. Isabel Campoy and Teresa Hall are the authors. Rafael Lopez is the illustrator of Maybe Something Beautiful, How Art Transformed a Neighborhood. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with us about the book. It was a pleasure. And before we leave you today, if you listen to Mississippi Edition on a regular basis, if you enjoy the show, if uh, what you hear, then please consider making a contribution to MPB Think Radio during our pledge drive. The number to call is 1-888-372-GIVE, 1-888-372-4483. Or you can make your contribution online if that's easier for you at mpbonline.org. Kevin Farrell in with Karen Brown during Mississippi Edition on this uh, Thursday of our fall drive time. Uh, you know, when you make a contribution, you're giving back to your community. Uh, we are involved in a pet food drive that you can find full details about uh, at mpbonline.org. But more importantly, you're giving back to your community by providing access to all programs that we air to everyone uh, who listens across the state of Mississippi. Some folks might not have the financial resources to make a large contribution, but when you contribute, you're not only... Uh, 
encouraging and, and supporting the programs that you listen to, but you're supporting shows that everyone in Mississippi can listen to and benefit from. And working together, I think, is one of the keys of what public radio is all about. One of the favorite uh, analogies I like to use is a mosaic. If you were to look at a mosaic up close, it looks like a bunch of colored glass just randomly put on a, on a canvas or a board. But when you step back, you can see that it is really a piece of art. It's an artwork. And that's what public radio is. You might think, well, what does $10 a month really do? But you working together with all the other Mississippians and supporters of MPB radio, that's what creates this beautiful thing that we call public radio. Go to mpbonline.org to make a contribution, or you can call us at one 888 372 give. It's one 372 4483. And my mama taught me well, so we say thank you. Coming up at nine o'clock, it's creature comforts. Ten o'clock, it's MPB's all new autocorrect. And at eleven, stay tuned for Southern Remedy Kids and Teens. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you think about a story or send us a news tip by visiting MPB News on Facebook and Twitter. And today, going to MPBonline.org and making a contribution. I'm Karen Brown. Join us again tomorrow morning at 8:30 for the next Mississippi edition, only on MPB Think Radio.